Greetings, and welcome to the Community Engagement Newscast for July 27, 2020. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, and let's begin the week with a quick look at what's happening and what's happened. Today's sense of what's going on is brought to you by the College Inn, a place that is ready to bring you a variety of food and beverages throughout Charlottesville via delivery, and that includes ice cream. Place your order online at thecollegeinn.com or phone 977-2710. Both the Albemarle County Board of Supervisors and the Charlottesville City Council will convene today in special meetings to discuss moving each jurisdiction back into Phase 2 of the Forward Virginia Plan. Supervisors go first at 3 p.m. with consideration of a new emergency ordinance to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus. The board met last Wednesday and discussed the matter for several hours before delaying the vote. Now the vote on an emergency ordinance that would require facial coverings in all indoor public places and limit the number of people at outdoor gatherings to 50, with some exceptions. That's what the restrictions were when Virginia was in Phase 2 in mid-June. The exceptions include churches, weddings, restaurants, and wineries, as well as expressive activity on a public street, public sidewalk, and a public park subject to park rules, and on other public property expressly designated for expressive activity by its governmental owner or occupant. The Albemarle Ordinance, if adopted, would be in effect from August 1st to September 30th. If you're going to watch the meeting at 3 o'clock, take a look at the ordinance first. Charlottesville City Council meets at 4 p.m. for its special meeting on its emergency ordinance. Albemarle supervisors had discussed wanting to know if the city planned to impose more stringent restrictions than the state of Virginia. The city's ordinance mirrors the county's with some differences. The Louisa County Board of Supervisors also has a special called meeting for 3 p.m. today, but no agenda is available. The Jefferson-Madison Regional Library Board of Trustees also meets at 3 p.m. for a regular meeting. All library spaces have been closed to the public since March. Over the weekend, Virginia added another 2,203 new COVID-19 cases, according to the Virginia Department of Health. The number of fatalities has risen to 2,078, and the seven-day positive testing rate has remained steady for three days at 7.5%. In the Thomas Jefferson Health District, another 49 cases were reported for a total of 1,600. On Sunday, the seven-day positive rate was at 6.7% in the Thomas Jefferson Health District. An epidemiological model put together by the University of Virginia's Biocomplexity Institute projects that Virginia will have around 15,000 new COVID-19 cases each week by early September. This week, the number of new cases in the state was 7,137 between Monday and Sunday, up from 6,760 the week before. The latest weekly report from the Biocomplexity Institute states that 12 of Virginia's health districts are experiencing a surge in cases, including the Rappahannock-Rapidan District. The report states that 752,188 cases of COVID-19 have been avoided in Virginia due to social distancing and facial covering protocols so far, but that could change if physical distancing continues to wane. A fourth-year football player at the University of Virginia has tested positive for COVID-19, according to an article in the Daily Progress. T.J. Kitts of Taswell had posted news of his result on Twitter, but has since deleted the post. The Albemarle School Board will hold another virtual town hall at 6 p.m. this evening to take comment and provide information about different options for the upcoming school year. Two previous sessions are recorded on the county's website. 
On Wednesday, the Green County School Board will hold a special meeting to vote on pushing back the beginning of the school year to September 8th. The Green County Record and Daily Progress report that more than 100 teachers and parents have sent a letter to the school board requesting an online-only opening for the beginning of the school year. Last week, Nelson County presented plans to go for the first nine weeks online-only. At noon, Albemarle County will hold a webinar on the Lift Grant Program, which is expected to provide funding to up to 100 small businesses in the community. The initiative is part of how the county is using its allocation of the Federal CARES Act. And that's it for this edition of the Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. We will have a lot more audio to go through for your next installment. Uh, Hope the week is going to get off to a good start for you. And let us know what you think about the show. And please tell a friend. I'm Sean Tubbs, and thanks for listening.